0: y'all hey so it's your sugar here on 7 30 on a wednesday night yes okay so it's the natalie this sugar here okay and this the natalie sugar brown show um and this is where i former woman pugilist uh share my platform to talk about women's boxing Okay, not women's boxing that you read or that you even may see on TV. We talking about the real, real women's boxing, what's really happening behind the scenes or happening behind the scenes, right? Reading between the lines, telling you guys what the, what the thing really is out here. Um, and being me, your sugar. Okay, so those who are new, please join the conversation, all right? There is no such thing as stupid question. There's no such thing as a silly question, right? We having a conversation and Sugar just loves when you guys chime in. Now my true, listen, I, y'all, let's make this a fun show because my true is when we, when, when we link up, you know it's a party okay so let's get the conversation started yes okay so um i mean i really i really wasn't gonna talk about this because i was like she can't be serious <laughs> you know but it seems like like this is a thing it's trending right and that's one thing my girl clarissa knows how to do she knows how to say some shit that'll get things trendy. Okay. So, um, what she said was, well, first off, let you guys, I, I always thank my partners in crime my guys behind the scenes here at Talk and Fight. Thank you guys for chiming in. Thank you, my lovely assistant for always coming in with the good, goody, good, good images, you know, because sometimes, you know, you got to see what Suge is talking about. All right, so our lovely assistant, what you got, what you got? Now, I mean, this what she said, she said what she said, right? So um, at first, I mean, this is happening around like in the past weekend around, you know, Spence Crawford-ish. So, you know, everybody's buzzing around that time anyway about boxing, you know, it's it's not about the diehards really. It's about those who just once in a while will watch uh, boxing because it's the cool thing to do at the time. Right. So I think I thought, or I still think that this is a huge publicity stunt by Clarissa Shields, because, you know, that would have been the opportune time. If you are, if you have a voice in the industry of boxing, right. And if you have the if you're on the highest pillar of women's boxing, which she is, this is the time where I'm going to say something because anybody who's looking and thinking about boxing going to hear it. Okay. So she tweets this now. She says, I'll fight Thurman. Now the background and lovely assistant, listen, don't, you know what? Let let me, let me look up my notes because I ain't going to put my lovely assistant on the spot but i really wanted to in, engage my truths and my news um when we have conversations you know I, I i would like i when i say these things or when i ask these questions i want y'all to chime in and give me the answer right so i can know that you in that that you in here with me right so um i mean before i say it Anybody out there know who Keith Thurman is? Does anybody know who Keith Thurman is? Um, a little bit, tell me a little bit of information, a lot of it, which you know. It may or may not be true, but we're going to talk about it. And we're going to get to the mid, down to the, to the bare bones of it, right? So um, looking at my notes, I want to tell you guys this um, the right way, okay? So um, Keith Thurman is, um, he has the history in boxing now um, to upheld the WBA title um, and the WBC title. Okay, oh, so look at my host chiming in, yes. So he's a former, my, my host, I'm going to read what my host said because I think we got the same thing. Uh, he's a former unified welterweight world champion. Uh, he held the WBA title and I got no, I got dates now from 2015 to 2019 and the WC, the WBC, right? So the WBA is a World Boxing uh, Association. And um, the WBC is the World Boxing Council. So these are sanctioning bodies that have, uh, that, that are big time. Sanctioning bodies mean that they, if it's a sanctioned WBC fight, that's the green belt, that is the most prestigious, legitimate title sanctioning platform that you can be certified by. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like having a certification, right? Um, Having a diploma or, uh, you know, not even diploma, but it's like having a certification, right? So those with like personal training certifications or, or, you know, I don't know, harmonica playing certifications Right. There are certain cheap two-day ones that you can get and you, you paid a little cheap fee and you, you know you, you got the certificate. And then there are certificates that you have to really, really study and, and and earn, supposedly, right? More prestigious. They're they're known everywhere and everybody knows who they are and what they are, right? So the WBC, the green belt, has taken themselves to that place in the world, okay? Because it's all the world, the world, right? So, um, in any, in just about any country where they do boxing, everybody knows about this WBC sanctioning title, okay? All right, now. The same thing with the WBA, but not so much. Um, I I did an episode, you guys, look at my previous episodes, okay, where I did belts and bodies, where I tell you, or I, I told you, um, I explain where these different organizations originate from. And so therefore, they have that industry pull and you can be recognized more and then you will be valued more therefore you will be paid more right and also promoted more so I hope you guys understand all of that those money words and money languages um, that i just said right if anybody wants to be in this game of boxing and call themselves a manager or a promoter they would know these things they would know the the totem be slamming my door um sorry um they would know if you were anywhere <laughs> Goodness, I just lost my train of thought. You know how people just uh, kill your vibe, I'm sorry. So, um, okay, so we're talking about the WBA. The WBA now is a lesser known uh, body, but how these bodies are and how they originate, okay? They have more pull in certain areas and I've explained all of that. In the business of boxing now, we're talking about some business, all right? Now, in the business that makes all these fights happen and and why so many so much money passes through hands and all of this stuff. Well, all this big organization, um it's kind of like what you call it, what do they call those um it's it's a pyramid it's like a pyramid scheme yeah so whoever's on top you know every these people on the bottom they buy in to the organization you get your membership or you buy in and then if you do enough if you've made enough money fighting and and contributed to this organization they move you up in the rankings and so then your prospect right because you're a promoter or you as a prospect now going to the second tier right and so that second tier is where wbc now starts to acknowledge that you're a part of their organization yes i get a bet i i'm up for a badge right which is the belt okay and hence the rankings okay All right, so these rankings now are members that are fighting fights that are sanctioned by WBC and they pay WBC money, right, to sanction these fights. So WBC gets paid every time this person fights and the more this person fights um, and, and becomes successful, the more money. I can get from them right and so when you become now a special member okay uh you're ranked or you become a contender top top 5 right It's like oh who sold the most girl scout cookies right in 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 the troop right oh it's it's three of us but only one of us will get the will get the badge or some shit like that you know that's that's how it's going right so it's not necessarily the best, right? And a lot of people think that it's the best people that get opportunities, it's the best people that are ranked. A lot of people think it's that, but no, unfortunately, they're not the best, but they're best of the membership pyramid. They're the best of that membership pyramid, right? So if they're buying in, they would be ranked where somebody who's not bought into the organization at all doesn't exist. So now all of these sanctioning bodies work together so they can all get paid, right? Because if they don't control the tier, the the pyramid, how members move up, Right, then they're gonna have to split or give money to outside organizations. They're gonna have to rank or c- consider mem- people that are outside of the membership of their sanctioning bodies, right? Now, guess what we call those people on the outside of these sanctioning bodies? They, where, guess what, what realm is that? That's the underground. Yeah. So I, I, I'm. I want you to under you guys to understand this, so I can so we can talk about these things. Okay. So yes, there is. is it's like you know, wow. Like we we think there. I, I'm sure that there's life outside of the Earth of what we have here on Earth, right? But um, we don't know that. We don't know them. We don't know what they are. They, you know, we. we we don't know some of them like some of them are monsters you know some of them are goofy uh types of uh, funny you know there's there's so many things in outer space right that we don't know about but they can be very scary right and they and and they, you know they superman right was an alien that came to the earth right so there can be phenomenal fighters outside of these sanctioning bodies that we don't even know about, right? Which is the underground. Anyway, going back to this now, Keith Thurman had generated enough uh, investors to buy him opportunities in both the WBC and the WBA sanctioning bodies. Okay, and when he got to a point where he could fight another member of the sanctioning body for a title, right? The winner all depends on who bets, who gets betted on and who wins, you know, who, who people buy tickets for. That's how the sanctioning body determines the winner. It's not the judges. Sorry, you guys. So I, I want you guys to understand what's going on. So when you see robberies and all of that stuff, it's not, I'm sorry, it's not robberies. I mean, it's not a, it is a robbery, right? but it's really like a business transaction, right? That's why the person who's standing there, they're just like, bum, 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 bum. you know, like, on on like Price is Right, that music come on, It's like, okay, but I'm still up here though. I'm still a member and I, you know, I still have, um, Op, you know, the, the Constellation Prize. I still have opportunities in the Constellation uh, prize of it, right? I didn't get the big prize, but I hope you guys understand what I'm saying, okay? So that's why that other fighter is not, mm, they're like, mm, right? where in the underground, when you, when you know, you lose your title, you are devastated because is gone you don't know like you you don't know how you're gonna get it back you don't know how you're gonna get it back and there are now more deadlier sharks in the water that you gotta fight to get back that title to get back to that person right who they're saying is the champ in the underground that's how that works okay now um there are tactics outside of, um, you know, there, there, because there is no sanctioning bodies and things like that in the underground. The rules are just determined by the situation. And, and, and really like where you are, you know, it's like a handshake terms. Yeah, right. So you come in, you do have your person who is your backer. They may have, you know, they're gonna be in your corner when you go back, or whatever. But it's not you. It's not really you have a water man or what you know. You don't have. It's just really raw, like Fight Club. That's one of my favorite movies, and that because Brad's in it because he's one of my little crushes, right? Um, There's a lot of sexy men out there, <laughs> but um, all different. Colors, shapes and sizes. L- listen, let me stop. Let's get back to boxing. Y'all not saying much to me tonight. Anyway, so, um, when you show up to an underground fight, okay, is you and, and that you and that person that's gonna collect the money that probably put it together. You know what I'm saying? You show up, you sitting there. Yeah. You're looking across the ring at the other person. The only thing you know, right, is both of y'all hands might be wrapped, right? And you know that the person standing right there in front of you guys, um, is checking your hands right there in front of each other. So there's no razors or nickels or, you know, any, any rocks. So the hands aren't loaded. Okay. Okay, somebody trying to, Eddie Barrington. Hey Eddie. Thanks for the flowers. Mm. I tell you, Eddie, Eddie shown enough know how to treat a woman, a lady in cyberspace. He always cut like that the roses and the emo yeah. But Eddie, come on, put 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 some change on my books too, right? You know, as butt baddies out here, we need money on our books. <laughs> Do me right, anyway. So listen, um, back to the kind, but back to what I was saying. Okay, so this—that's the underground I've just explained. Now, in sanctioned fights, and this is why—this is why it takes so long. Where a, a underground fight. Fights gotta happen because you gotta take the opportunity when it comes to you, right? There's no back and forth. And go, oh, I'll fight you six months from now. Whatever. No, no. So and so in town. Okay. Uh, we gonna call them out if they take if if they say they gonna fight you. You better show up. That's how that works in the underground. Okay. Now, in the sanction. Uh-oh, somebody chimed in. All right, all right. It's a party. It's a party. Okay. So Big Justin James chimed in and says, L M F A O. Um, you know, these acronyms. This is how like I know that, you know, this is this is how I gotta get my my this is my my bangs. My cow cowlick is fine. anyway. Um, these acronyms that y'all be throwing at me, this is this is how y'all know sugar is not no uh spring bird, okay? No young chicken. Um it, it you just gonna have to come out and tell me. And L M, I guess it's laughing my face. A O O I'm Um, listen, um, one of my guys behind the scenes, let me know my guys, let me know what LMFA, oh, oh, means. Okay. So, um, yes, big Justin James also chimes back in and says, Clarissa is great, but she got to be realistic. Come on, let me, I know I may seem long-winded, okay? But I just want to explain what this means, please, all right? So I've gone about the underground and now I'm talking about sanctioning, right? But I, And I'm saying underground and, and telling you on the sanctioning side so you guys can understand that there's contrast in this, okay? There's contrast. Um. So listen, um, and there's contracts, contrasts, and there's context to all of this. All right. So um, the contrast is underground versus sanctioning. Okay. We're gonna go into the, the context of that of of this after. But let's go through. Let's talk about the contrast so you understand where where all of this is. All right. So. Um, now you have your sanctioning bodies and in sanctioning now you with the sanctioning bodies, you have to schedule things have to be scheduled. So if you have a member that's a part of another body, your their fights aren't conflicting with your dates, if you understand, because you can't you can't overuse this, this this money maker. And then next thing you know, but you know, all the money's gone, right? They have to, um, they have to make WBC got to get their cut off of this person. And then the other date would be WBA would have to make their cut by this other person not fighting on a WBC sanctioned fight, but fighting a WBA sanctioned fight so WBA can get some money, right? And then sometimes these two will work together. The both bodies will throw something together, a huge fight where two big members, two very loaded, bringing money, bringing they ass money in uh, members get to fight it out for a super duper opportunity, right? And both sanctioning bodies are just making millions of dollars off of the marketing that these two prospects or these two contenders have to put in to, to give them more money so the decision can lean towards them, right? While, you know, so you have investors, right? you have um, corporate sponsors, you have betting, you have all of these things. So money is moving. Okay, this is with the sanction. So that's why I want you guys to understand. Okay, now let's bring some context into this. Clarissa Shields is a female fighter. She's a female fighter with all the belts. But there are no other contenders that pull as much money as she does to fight for these belts. So she has to find a way to spend enough, to, to, be, to stay valued enough and valuable enough to pay these people for her high ranking membership to hold these belts, right? And these payments, just like how you would do a gym membership, some gyms they want a monthly fee. Right, Some gyms want a quarterly fee, right? You pay us every four months, right? Um, Some gyms, uh, we only sell yearly memberships, okay? So imagine now, each belt that she has is a membership. And as much money as she makes, she has to either generate that money so she can pay her membership, or she has to pay that money out of her pocket to stay a member. I hope you guys understand the context of what I've just said after what I've explained. Now, let's see who chimed in. Michael Orr says, hey, Sugar, let's talk about this and how Clarissa lost her damn mind. Okay, Mike said that. And then Michael Orr says, Thurman would knock her into the front row. Eddie Barrington says, Sugar still could make him cry in the ring. (laughs) That's sweet talk. Um, And the host comes in and says, Shields versus Green should happen. I love what all of you guys are saying, right? But I hope y'all peeped what I just said, right? Cause I feel like I'm spitting bars right now. So Clarissa Shields by saying this is not making a decision as a fighter. She's making a decision as a businesswoman. Okay. She has to find a way to generate money. Okay, and what she'll do is she'll challenge somebody who makes close to that kind of money that she makes. Okay, and they could be safe enough to not be as relevant uh, uh, of a member. They may have a lower membership or an old membership. So then If she brings money to them, they can hence buy back in. You know what I'm saying? It's like, um, who referred you? Or, you know, members helping other members, giving them, you know, uh, their incentive points. That's what's happening here. That's what's happening here. Because Clarissa Shields is a WBA and a WBC member. She has those belts. She's undisputed. She has all of them. Okay? Thurman also has those two belts, but he has been inactive enough to not not be hot, meaning not having all these like investors and having this these hard obligations of staying at a certain level in in the company, right? In in the in the pyramid, staying at a certain level. He's out of it pretty much. He hasn't fought in a year, he's made his money. You know, I, I think all of his investors, you know, have bought into the WBC and had gotten their return, enough of their returns, you know, so he's out of it, okay? Now, Clarissa Peopledem sat down and spoke with her and she, she did this, okay? And she tweeted it around, I think around the same night that this big boxing match has, is happening, Crawford versus um, Spence. Cause she should, she could have said this way before. How the hell she pulled Keith Thurman out her ass? Like, like well, not, listen, I didn't mean it, to, but of all the fighters, male and female, She said, You, Keith. Why? Why? I know why. Okay. And so you're not finna play me. So I knew she was capping, as y'all youngins say, when she came out her mouth and said, I'll fight Thurman at 154. So serious. All the respect in the world to him too. I just think I can outbox him. I didn't pay attention to it because I knew I know what I've just explained to you. I hope you've been paying attention. If not, just you know, tap tap the button, tap the screen to the left, and it, you know you know how it goes. Um. So I knew this, but she you know, she kept pushing it. So I, um, and and then it got big, people are starting to talk about it. So I said, let me look deeper into it because she just wrote her, she wrote her ass a check. She wrote her ass a check saying that, right? And the, the thing about it is as a fighter, as a fighter, There has to be a limit to how much you will sell yourself for, if you know what I mean. Now, she's a woman um, and a very strong and athletic woman, but she's a woman nonetheless. Women do not carry the same kind of muscle mass or kinetic um, contractions as men, meaning when a woman's muscles fire, depending on certain areas, right? They can be very powerful and fast, but a a man's kinetic contraction It's it's faster and more powerful because of how they made, how they're made, okay? We also have hormones that regulate that contraction. And those contractions are what we call power, strength, endurance, right? And the more muscle mass, and contracting fast twitch type muscles you have, the more durable you are. Yeah. So sugar's breaking this thing down to you. I, I y'all thought I was gonna sit here and, and talk some gossip shit, didn't y'all, didn't you? No, this is a teaching moment, right? Because I know the game and then A lot of y'all out here, play the game. Um, So, there's no way that even for play, she would make it out of this situation undamaged. You know, you're making money Great money, you're not damaging your body. You're not getting your head knocked around like how these guys are. Like being a, in a fight as a male, can you imagine is totally different than being, fights, than being in fights with women, right? Men who play football, right? Have the same kind of PTSD as guys that go to war. Men, men that are out there in the war, right? Women's boxing ain't there yet. It's tough. It's hard out here. But it ain't a war like these men got to fight. So let's keep it respectful for the underground guys and for the sanctioned guys. So for a woman, I think, to call out a man that means that she has sold herself yeah right because now you give that you give that card up you give that you give up that card so when these men that now you got to fight this war with these men when you didn't have to you weren't in no wars Clarissa, the hardest fight you had was with Savannah Marshall and that was a fight. That wasn't a war, right? Let's talk about wars, right? Um, Fighting a man, a man fighting another man, 26 rounds. War, right? So this was like Let's talk about the '80s, where we there was there was like men that had to fight wars to be the best. Marvin Hagler, um, Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran. What they call them, the Four Kings, right? Um, Tommy Hearns. Those are the, they called them the Four Kings because they brought they were the four kings of of the sanctioning bodies. Okay, but It was a war between all four of them. That doesn't mean that outside of those four, there wasn't killers. I hope you understand me, okay? So, as a woman, you know, you you now calling outside of what you're, like where you're, (laughs) Right, there's a woman, there's women memberships and male, now you could, now you're stepping outside of that. Now, when she opens that gate, right, and challenges this male fighter, guess what? The sanctioning bodies, if it makes enough money, will entertain it just this once, just this once so we can get this money. Yeah, yeah, right? But in doing that, it will unlock Pandora's box. Right? Because now you open in a whole other realm. Right? Where lower rate outside, you know, men men that are outside cuz all the, each member, you know, members, you know, are are can. Each member, like members can now um, they they have some kind of privileges in in these bodies. Right? So say, say the guy at Shanice Estrada's weight, right, calls her out because it can go vice versa now, because these two have opened up the gate. If the WBC sees that it'll make the money, they'll make it a mandatory, just this once, just this once. Yeah. Right. So then you sell you as a man, you're you're selling your manhood. Yes, I would say that. Right. Because to go fight a lion, fight, fight a bear. Right. Fight, fight a freaking dinosaur. You, you fight a, a woman. But there's a lot just for the sake of women. It's just, It's a lot of males that would do that for the love of money, right? There's men that would do it and there's women that would do it too, right? So now that's where I'm talking about Pandora's box. Um. So I said, you know, I'm getting back to because I'm. A, it, it's y'all got to sit with me to get the, the, the. That's the thing about the sugar show. You, I want you to sit with me. So you'll learn something. I promise you. Um, so. This may very well be a thing. They've just they've thrown it out there, to see. And Clarissa stepped up to throw it out there because she need the money now. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't make any sense for her to hold on to all of those belts business-wise. She's not fighting often enough to, and she's not generating the money or all, fighting often enough to hold on to all the belts at the same time because she's a big ticket member. They're not charging her the membership. You know, she's not paying the membership for the lower people. No, she's up there, up there. She's ranked number one. She's this, 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 right? She got to find a way to make the money. So now people are talking about that the, the idea of mixed matches are coming up now you know people are talking about uh, now the tra- uh trans community uh participant like i've heard so many things so many things about now this mixed match and it's not the first time any of this you know has happened um the first one that i know of is when lucia Riker. Right, they were they were promoting her as the most dangerous woman when she was doing that kickboxing. And what she do? What she do? She sold herself, where she challenged a male. Um, I think it was a male uh, type kickboxer, but he wasn't the champion either. He was just like a, you know a, a average dude in male kickboxing. They went at it and you, it was a big huge thing. Money was made. Somebody sanctioned that damn fight, because ain't nobody get arrested or anything like that. Um, you know, not to say that, you know, you don't you'll get arrested underground fighting, but there are different rules, right? There are different things where you get left alone by the laws. Um, but um, you know, this was on TV and everything like that. Well, Lucia and that man got to it in the ring and he knocked her ass the fuck out. Yeah, and I had to say it like that. The reason why I have to say it like that is, oh, well, she got hurt, she got, she got knocked out. I had to say it like that so you guys understand what had happened yeah he came across her damn jaw with his foot and it wasn't just lights out she she was folded like she was in that ring they had to take her ass out of there on a stretcher (laughs) our great lucia Riker, yeah so she she got she sold herself and she was never the same yeah after that Her ass was never the same, (laughs) right? She ain't even want to fight Christy. Never the same. Okay? So let me be the only one, right? Because now if Clarissa do this or she's serious about this, she can't say nobody told her because I put it out there in the universe. The information is out here. If you want to find it, you will. Okay, and I just gave, I just dropped you some jewels. Anyway, to risk something like that happening to you for the sake of holding on to titles or money, you gotta have some dignity. That's why I was never big on belts or bodies, right? Sugar, sh- sugar went underground. Sugar tried it the sanction way, but everybody knows who's supposed to know sugar so i don't need it okay um and there's a lot of fighters out here that are like sugar that are bad all by themselves they don't need to have no green uh, black red purple belt because people know that they the baddest people know that they're the champ or a champion Right? This is, this is in the fight world, in the fight world. Now, um, Keith Thurman tweeted back because I mean, what are you supposed to do? Right? It's, it's a broad calls you out a woman, you of right. I'm going to say she ain't call out, you know, Brawner. She ain't call out, um, Garcia, like the the one that Keith Thurman fought, she ain't called it. She called out Keith Thurman, so so he won't have to reply. I guess. I mean, any guy, like a a, a man, wouldn't like. Okay, I'm not gonna say a man, right? But I'm I'm a champion man wouldn't reply to this just like how when Ronda Rousey was calling out Floyd Mayweather he didn't even respond to her
1: Mm.
0: shoe fly shoe right because it doesn't what's that gonna do for me I have no reply that's irrelevant for me but Keith Thurman comes back to him about I would beat Clarissa with one hand tied behind my back. Oh my gosh. You didn't say that, Keith. You didn't say that. Because that's really cringe. <sighs> um, and I don't want to gag on that. You know what I'm saying? Um He said I would beat her with one arm tied behind my back. So then Clarissa uh, gets on her live, right? And she turns it into this. I mean, I listened to it as much as I could, right? But I listened to it enough to um, to confirm what I know, right? Which is, this is a publicity stunt. Um, she gets on her life and she says um i called keith out for sparring what you call keith out for what sparring check please bring the bill i'm done you know what i'm saying and i shouldn't have to pay for that <laughs> Um, it didn't do anything for me, you know what I'm saying? But it's hard, like, you know, it's hard to get money from people who know, right? But there are people that are are buying into this because they don't know. And they don't understand, right? They really don't understand the the context of what this is, of what this publicity stunt is we got to get a hold on society, right? In a society where you have, uh, you know, now you could blur the lines and, um, you know, men and women uh, can can fight each other in public for money. That's gonna blur the lines of so many um, societal expectations, right? um domestic violence on both ways you know um they'll it'll erase that right um i I know that they talk about gender inequality but you know i've trained with men and there's no way that i would be able to rise up to when they're at peak there's the you know, it we're talking, there's going to be a guy that, or guys that are beyond my peak all the time, right? So I'd hate to have to be held to that manhood standard, right? You know, I, but that's hard. That's hard to work for me as a woman, right? And um, therefore, all the opportunities that women, women who are outstanding among women will are going to have now go, they disappear. And we're back where we, we started, where we don't even have a voice. You guys stop. This is not whoever like for so many reasons. Don't sip this Kool Aid. We not we're not going to use boxing, right, T- to, to mess our minds up. Okay, so um, she was on her live and she said she called him out for sparring. And so then she said, "How he gonna say that he could beat me with one hand, but t- time behind? I'm the guat. I spar with many w- male world champions, uh, and champions that are w- more relevant than him. Oh, I spar with Shakur. I've a- sparring. Let's add some context to what sparring is, what practice is. We're talking about you getting in there." And a lot of these pros, they don't do it like when you scrappy and you coming up, right? That you where you got the open face headgear or you got the cheap ass headgear that this for sparring, right? That you don't even, you know, that ain't even really stopping your, your bean from bouncing around in your skull. Right? These at the you know, at the at Clarissa's levels now, she got. She can afford. She's sparring with the um, headgear with the cage in the front of her face. So when she could, she's not even getting that right. And then when she spars with other people, when she does hard sparring with other people, right? Um, these other people are pulling shots, right? They're not going for the jugular in there. Now, when she first started off, as in like in the amateur days and when she was coming up, of course, you'd have to get in there underground and, and when you were part of, because she was a part of USA Boxing, right? She was a part of the USA Boxing. There was, There's Golden Gloves, there's USA Boxing, there's PAL, the Police Athletic League. It, there's so There are all these bodies. They did it, they do it for amateurs too. Right. And when we were coming up before these WBC, WBA, all, you know, all, they wouldn't even let us, they wouldn't, they wouldn't even let women into their organizations. Hello. Right. So us saying, ah, now we can fight for the belts or whatever. Now, yeah, bitch, now you got to pay a bill. Right. And now you got to pay a big bill to be legit, where we had our own belts at one time. And they were more authentic too, because it was there was a, a still there was still a, a, a little tinge of realness in women's boxing. Okay, so if you were acknowledged by certain IBA, I mean, it's, it was an IBA. If you, goodness, I don't know y'all, I didn't write this down, I'm just talking off the cuff now. But whoever's out there, let me see what y'all know. What were the first women's boxing, just women's boxing, sanctioning bodies, right? Uh, One off the top of my head, um, WIBA, okay? But there were some even um, around when he established and I think probably before, right? But these were women focused, right? You pay your $500, right? You buy in and nobody count the gate really, you know what I'm saying? And we show up and we show out and we get paid. We ain't have to pay nobody, no big fees for their belts. Right? And then when the fight happened, you still walked off with with your face on because it was just women behaving badly. Okay. So that's where we're coming from. These belts, mm, women's boxing is not being promoted that way, and that's why Tommy Hearn has taken up women's boxing. Okay, because he wants pull, he's using women's boxing, he's putting on, bringing these women to make in someone, because some of his male champs ain't bringing in no money. And, and that's who he wants to stay in, in certain tiers of the membership in these sanctioning bodies. So if those guys can't pay the bill, well, Eddie Hearn don't wanna pay the bill out his pocket. So he puts on women's fights to supplement the income that he may be losing from the champions that he promotes in his stable that are male, that are not bringing in as much money. Okay, so this, I mean, it's all business. Clarissa's a promoter, you know, they, they're talking business to her and she's realized she's at the point where who else is she going to fight to make all this money? Right? Keith Thurman, shit, I guess he's the one that part of the membership where he likes shit, I'll fight, I'll fight abroad. I will fight a will tie behind my back. Right? Where any guy, especially a guy who was a world champion would never get in the ring, as hard as it is to be a world champion, will never get in the ring and compete with a woman, uh, women's world champion. That's like uh, Michael Jordan, Jumpman, um, challenging or, you know, doing something with Lisa Leslie. I don't know if they even, but I don't know the names of the girls, okay? I'm sorry, I wouldn't, I would wasn't big in the WBA, barely big in the, in the uh, NBA. But it's the same thing, right? Would you put um, LeBron's James team against, you know, any women's WNBA team and take it seriously? Do you think those guys would actually train and show up to play them girls? That's what I mean. And it's not, it's a, not a diss to us, is what I've just explained. Right, in order to maintain, the, the, as, it is very hard. We are not equal. A man in his peak, the biggest, strongest man at his peak is not the same as the biggest, strongest woman in her peak. Right? So the biggest, strongest woman in her peak might be just a little bit better than the average standard of the man right? Because there's a lot of below average walking around too, male and female. I hope you understand. Okay, so it's only to find out. But it. I mean, a world champion, I was, a, I was, I was a world champion man, and I would get in the ring. And then they, um, the thing is, they were saying, Oh, let's do it for charity. Okay. Cause WBC and WBA got a charity. So they are gonna get the money from, they gonna pay them the money one way or the other, right? Charity, charity for what? Right? A lot of cha- charities give back to themselves. A lot of charities only give to people who mess with them. Right? So the real people who are needy, because people who are in need have no affiliation, they need help. They don't get the money, they don't get the help. That's how that works. You see homeless people and stuff on the street, they're not affiliated with any and with with any organization. If you're affiliated with any organization out there that helps people in trouble. Help hold and your affiliate. Well, you you get help from your organization. That's how that works. You got to buy in. Yeah. So um. Said that to say this, um, Clarissa Shields. She she went on live on her social media, one of her social media platforms and said she challenged him in sparring. Keith Thurman wanted to keep the opportunity going because he may want a little bit, he may want some money, okay? Or he may be still old in people, who knows? All right. Um, she was talking about her belts and awards and you know, it's nothing, she's more accomplished than Keith Thurman. Uh, listen, I never seen an accomplishment stop somebody from getting their ass whooped, right? That ain't a shield. I accomplished, no, because at the end of the day, a fight is a fight, okay? And you ain't hurting no broad out here. So how you think you gonna hurt a world champion male? It just doesn't make any sense. I don't want Clarissa Shields to be now looked at as ridiculous. And this one is, her, this, her doing this is ridiculous, right? I know you came up hard, sweetie, right? But don't sell yourself to, to make money. Don't sell yourself and who you are for a buck. Okay, I know you going through some things, right? You ain't getting married no more. That's a hard blow. Okay, I know I've lost relationships. I've divorced. I've done all of this thing in boxing, right? And I didn't have as big a spotlight as you did, Clarissa Shields, or you do. So I know you must be going through some things, right? But don't sell yourself. For the sake of that, um, lovely assistant, let's uh, go to my next image. Now look at this, um, I'll, I'll fight Keith Thurman at 154 pounds. So serious. Like this is her look at their body makeup, right? That's those two at that weight. 154 pounds. You tell me what it look like. Somebody chime in tell me what that tell me what that shit look like, right? In a fight. Um we we're not going to entertain it. She shouldn't entertain it. Um doing that cheapens her. Clarissa Shields, the people around you have to encourage you to be the woman it's okay to be the woman it's so okay right um she's very young still Clarissa shields is very young still and um she's taken she there's things in her life that she's going through and she has not finished going through them yet so she doesn't understand uh trials and tribulations of being that woman. Uh, Randall Bailey comes in and says, I think she beats him up. You think Clarissa, um, please explain to me, Randall Bailey, why you think Clarissa Shields would beat up a a world champion male in boxing, Randall Bailey. You tell me, Um, tell me why you think Clarissa Shields, look at all in any of Clarissa's, so you're saying that Keith Thurman is no better than the opposition that Clarissa Shields has beat up in women's boxing. Are you saying that, Randall Bailey? I Please explain to me what you're saying, right? Because to say something is one thing. Right. But to know the context behind what you've said takes a lot more depth and maturity. Right. So let's have a let's have a conversation. Let's get freaky. Tell me what you mean by that. Um, Randall Bailey says exactly, exactly what, um, are you agree- Are you saying we're agreeing with what I, so you think that Clarissa Shields opposition is the same caliber, right? So, Fran Sean Cruz, uh, who has she beat? Hannah Gabriel, um, Christina Hammer, um, Femke Herman, um, like you think, uh, Savannah Marshall, you think those girls are on the same level as Keith Thurman, a male world champion? I mean, is that what you're saying? Is that what you exactly means? Let's talk about boxing, okay? I want you to understand that boxing is not a video game, right? You're getting damaged. You're getting damaged. It looks fun because people are standing on the outside when you get hit, you're getting damage. It does hurt. Right? But what we do as fighters, we train to the extent that there's a there's a mental, we are beyond physical now. There's a mental being that we are in the ring. As we're while we're receiving damage, we're still trying to damage the other person to the point where they stop. So that's will. Now, if you're saying that Clarissa Shields has more will than Keith Thurman, hey, you may have a point, right? Cause will, will is not, you know, will can't be really weighed by the scale. Right, some of she she does have will, um, but there's so many other variables that nullify that will. Right, um, Randall Bailey says I feel she would prepare different for a fight with. Them. Please tell me the preparation that would make a woman. perform at the same caliber, right? A woman, a woman, world champion, right That means she's the world champion because she's beat all the women in her in, in her organizations. That's why she's that's why she's who she is, right? She hasn't beat all the women. she hasn't beat all the bad bitches in the world just the baddies who are a part of these organizations, okay? Had knocked nobody out, have unfolded nobody, had knocked no teeth out. People walk out of, the, out of the ring after they fight her on day two feet. Do you know that there are women out here that are hurting, cracking faces? I like, this is why, this is why I have this platform because I want y'all to, I want you to understand this, Randall, right? Carissa Shields ain't the only female, like she ain't, she's not, she ain't the only best female fighter. She ain't the baddest neither. She's the baddest in these organizations. Now you're saying that. Clarissa Shields, she'll prepare differently. This woman is the same or is better than a man that has had to go through all the wars with other men in his organization, right, to become a world champion. You're telling me that all of the men that Heath Thurman has beat, right? Are, are are not as good as Clarissa Shields. Are, is that what you're saying? Because Keith Thurman has a pretty decent receipt. Is that what you're saying though, right? Let's talk boxing. Um, Randall Bailey said, it's all about preparation. Randall Bailey says, what's her record? Oh, I don't know, you need to tell me her record, right? I know Clarissa Shields is undefeated. Um, She's fighting all of these women that are a part of the the organization and she's beat all of them. Hmm? But I don't know what her record is in the world of fighting, of women's boxing, of women's fighting, right? Because um, Clarissa ain't known underground. She ain't do the underground thing. She did the, she did the USA boxing, she kept it, she kept it cool, right? She's not from my generation where most of us had had a taste or came from that underground. So, you know, I'm giving this conversation a lot of context because the shit's getting out of hand. It really is. It really is. Right? And we can't let people who don't know what's going on, tell us what's going on. Right? We can't let the blind lead us. Um, Randall Bailey says, "Keith's not that hard to figure out too. Right? So figure out, oh, okay. The great Mike Tyson said, what? everyone has a plan until they get pun- until they get punched in the face yeah everybody has a plan until they get their shit rocked again and again and again right because what we do know is keith thurman is a world champion in the, in that box and he's the best he has, but he was one of the best in those bodies, right? That mean he done rocked a lot of people's shit, a lot of men's shit. Right. So how Clarissa, right. to figure out how she going, what's she going to do when she get rocked again and again and again. What's she going to do when she feel that? What did, have you ever, Randall, I want you to understand this. Okay. I want you to remember, I want you to remember the last time you got your ass whooped, because I know you didn't got your ass whooped before Randall Bailey. Right. And multiply that by as little as three. Right. Somebody beating on you. You done figure it out now. Like. You slipped some of them or you probably ran away, but when they when they connected, huh? Think about that. And and tell me, tell me how it went, right? When you figured out you was getting your ass whooped. Because <laughs> that's all you're gonna figure out, right? Um, Evan Bus Bus or Busse, hey Evan. Um, Shields could prepare however she wants, but the fact remains, she's a woman, he's a man. She would uh, be punched through the ring. Um, You know what, I don't even think he would punch her through the ring, right? I I think, you know, one, some, some good hits to that body, to them ribs, crack your ribs up and shit, you fold, right? You melt into a a pile of jello sludge, right? Because remember, he's a male fighter. Male fighters tactically do things differently than women fighters. He ain't gonna punch her through the ring. He's not gonna punch her in the head or anything, right? This is a fight now. He's gonna go to her body He's gonna go to her body and he's gonna stay on her body. Right? And he's gonna damage her ribs. He's gonna damage her, He's gonna hit her all through her insides until she collapses in a puddle of, of what her body looked like in the ring. So it's a lot more serious than you think, right? A fighter, um, that's how I know, right? I have to explain to y'all. We're, it's we're not we're not this ain't Sonic where you know y'all not we're knocking the rings out of each other, right? This is bodily harm and damage. I want you to understand. So when you see women fight, we barely we don't most women aren't even doing that to each other, right? These women nowadays nowadays are not taught to do that. I was taught to do that. You had to do that to survive right? During a certain time, they don't do that no more, right? They're, they're, they're doing the am- the glorified amateur fighting, putting together, you know, certain cookie cutter combinations. No one's digging, digging the ribs. No one's, you know, no one's beating up the kidneys or the liver. You know what I'm saying? No one's pressing the Vegas system, you know? no one's making the no one's hitting under here so the lungs swell you know i'm saying nobody knows about these things not many especially a lot of women they just hitting each other right they're not being taught that's why i say you know i'm so grateful because a lot of my teachers are gone now they're gone to that other place i can't talk to them except for in my memories and that's what i have and that's what i share with y'all about this fight thing, right? Because once I started learning about it, I automatically uh, became a different type of woman, still a woman because they made sure, right? I I remember that I'm a woman, right? But now I have a different mind, okay? Because most women out here are, and you hit me, you know. not, you hit a woman. I come from the school where sometimes a bitch will get hit. And if you got it in you, you could fight, you could fight for yourself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And this is not boxing, this is life. This is the streets. Okay? Yeah, you're at the club or whatever and some guy tries to talk to you, he don't like what you tell him. I'm from that era that a girl would get laid out by a dude just for being like that, just for saying, no, thank you. No, I'm not really feeling you. Okay. All right. So, um, said that, uh, Randall Bailey then came and, you know, so, um, my host has cleared up that Clarissa Shields' record is 14 wins, zero losses, and two KOs, right? She done hurt or stopped two women. And this the best, this this the best, the baddest bitch in the world. Okay? Y'all stop. It's like there's, y'all don't have, people have, People, when we entertain stuff like that, we go backwards mentally as a mature people, right? Um, so Randall Bailey comes in and says, Keith, neither. He comes and says, and was and Laughing, so I think I think you're just saying that, uh, uh, Randall, to spark conversation, which I do appreciate because you there giving me the laugh emojis. Uh, Randall Bailey still comes back and says she she I think she beats him. Randall Bailey says, "What female fights you've been watching?" Ooh. Um, Randall Bailey says these women are crackling. Randall Bailey also says she from the streets. Randall Bailey, Randall Bailey. You know what? I don't think you would be this void. Like if if we were face to face, I really don't think you would be saying all these things, right? Because you'd have to look me in the eye and own what you're saying. And you know what you're saying. It's like you joking. It's gotta be a joke, right? Um. But yeah, Randall Bailey, these women out here are, are crackling. Have you ever felt what a crackle feels like? Have you been crackled by a man? Come on, Randall Bailey, admit something. you know what I'm saying? Has a, have you ever been like, have you ever fought a man? Like what I'm saying is Randall Bailey. So you, you out here and uh, you think that, um, you see a, a, a broad at around your size or weight, you think that is 50-50? Randall Bailey, you need to sign up for some fighting classes with Michael Orr. He's I think he teaches fighting still, right? Because you're not even, you can't even, you can't even get trained by my coaches, right? Michael, Michael deal with, with you, right? Because my Mike give you some fundamentals, right? But um you know, the street card, I'm not sure if you understand what that's what the streets is, uh, Randall Bailey, but that'll come out in the book, sugar book, right? Because, uh, yeah, th- these streets, th- these streets um, are something else, okay? Um, and these women are crackling in their organization, right? They're, they're crackling members, okay? Um, and they you know, they 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 bought in, but I, I'm giving everyone context of what, you know, what's going on, so we understand that, okay, this is boxing. But in order for us to, um, you know, let's 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 not buy into, you know, let's respect the game enough to, um, let's respect not even the game because boxing with that is the one sport you don't play. Right. Let's respect this legal assault. Right. Let's respect it because it, it is something that you it it's not you get somebody you hold somebody in a full Nelson and right like Ain't nobody died in the ring doing MMA. You know what I'm saying? There may have been people died in the ring that do kickboxing and these these are real fighting sports. You ain't getting, you know, there's people that have gotten paralyzed in wrestling and shit, right? This ain't no video game. We are gladiators, right? I've survived through it. I am an old gladiator. Okay, um, and and w- once you guys entertain stuff like this, that means you've lost respect for the thing, for what we've done, and what we risk and put out there, right? All because sanctioning bodies have co- have conditioned your mind to take away from why we're doing this. We're doing this to be the best, and we're doing this now because it's a way that we can take ourselves out of our situations by doing something that we're not scared to do and we may be good at, which is fighting. Um, Our host says, uh, men versus women punching power study. Male average power during a punching motion was 162% greater than females with the least powerful man, still stronger than the most powerful woman. Well, I believe that shit. You ain't got to tell me. I've been in there with dudes, good ones and not so good ones. It was the not so good ones that I had to worry about because they wanted me to know that they could still, they will hurt me, right? The men that, they were okay, like they, they knew they were dangerous. They were the ones that gave me the, the loving, the teaching, the good sparring. It was them weak motherfuckers out there that had to prove their manhood to me and everybody watching. I ain't gonna let this woman get the best of me. And I say, you know, I was out boxing them, but that don't mean the punches didn't hurt. Now, she's talking about, I'll out, outbox him. Bro, this is a fight. We're not looking at boxing, we're looking at a fight. After you, when y'all were looking at, uh, over the weekend, Spence versus um, Crawford, right? After that motherfucker started leaking in there, don't you think then, you know, somebody was getting outboxed? That the fight could have been over then, right? Nah. What happened? The motherfucker had to kiss the kiss the canvas a couple times and stay down there. And that's how it got. It. That's how the fight ended. Correct? So no one's looking at boxing after a while. We're looking at who's who's we're looking at a fight, right? And we're we're looking at who's the one getting their ass whooped. You might be smart in there, but is you getting hurt still? Yeah, you getting your ass whooped. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, Randall Bailey comes in and says, not? Okay, well, I don't know, like these three word uh, comments. I, I'm. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna need you to give me a little bit more before I can pay attention to you again. Okay, Randall Bailey. All right, because I know you're gonna be working on that. You. You have been me. You've been giving me three word sentences, and I know you have to think real hard about putting them together. I. You know. I just. I. Yeah. Thanks for chiming in, baby, and thanks for going back and forth with me. But you know, I'm. I'm. I'm going jive. Now. um Lovely assistant, give me the next, cause I don't like I didn't even. Okay, so off of that topic, okay, we want to move on to this topic. So this is, um, y'all tell me who this is. Come on, ding, ding, mm, mm. Maybe I, what y'all want cash prize? Y'all not cash. I can't. I can't share. I, I'm, y'all want to need to give girls some. Okay, um, maybe you get a prize though when you give me the right answers. Um, so host comes in the monster, okay. Look at you, okay. Versus um, Fulton. So, who's a monster? Inoue. Am I saying his name? Inoue. Inoue. Okay, I N O U E. I think that's how the monster's name is spelt. Yes, I N O U E. I can spell. Okay, so um, I brought this up right as a Perfect conversation to go back to um, one of the previous points that I that I had shined some light on. Okay, but I'm now there's a bit of a you know parallel where I can speak about something that now most people have seen. Right, seeing as this was a a really popular fight that happened recently. Now, if you look at these pictures, okay, the gentleman on the left, right, uh, his last name is Fulton, okay? Now, he was a title holder. I forgot what title he had, okay? But we're talking about just fighting, okay? Um, I'm not here to promote any, any belt or anybody. Um, but he had made it to a place where his membership was so good, he was able to um, attain a title. Okay, so he has this ti- he had this title and then somehow um, there was an opportunity for him to fight another member of the organization who has made it to his level. So there's an opportunity for both of them to promote themselves and generate and uh, the the belt that they're going to fight for or the sanctioning body that they're going to fight for will also promote the fight along with um, the promoters who are getting money from these uh, two ch- content champions, OK, or the, from the champion and the contender, right, because now the, the, the contender is, Oh, you know, I, I can make just as much when I could, pro- I can make, I can uh, make more money with this belt for y'all than this person. Let me fight this person and show you, right. You'll see, you'll see the money it generates when I fight this person. And then when I win, I mean, y'all will see how much money I generated. And when I win, you'll give me the title right now in the negotiation sanctioning for these fights right this um you guys confirm it yes or no to me was Fulton not the belt holder like Fulton had the titles didn't he so he had the title why would you leave your home your country where you make all your money To go to somebody else's country, mind you, 12 hours away. Okay. Different time zone. Why would you, why would you risk all of your, um, why would you risk all of your strengths to go fight somebody? You and you had the belt. Host didn't, did Fulton not have the belt and, you know, was like a contender. Okay. So not only do you, not only have you gone through the, um, sacrifice and hard training of now losing the weight. Cause a lot of fighters now they dry themselves out, deplete themselves right? So they can get into, so they can get a, be a bigger, more durable person in a smaller weight division, right? So they feel like, okay, you know, as long as I can, as long as I can function down here and I can generate the money and all of that stuff, like I I will hold on to this title and keep it. Okay. So he's depleted himself. Look at his body right? That body is not hard work. That's the body of someone who has dehydrated themselves. The body to the right of you, when you look at it, you'll see the muscles, okay? So the muscles have been conditioned and worked. That's why they're bulging, okay? And there may be a couple Flintstone vitamins in on that too, like you just never know. Right, um, it, it it looks like some solid work to me, though. Okay, it looks pretty real. Um, there are a couple things that I I know and I can see, on um, that lets me know when someone's been enhanced. So uh, he may be he he, he may be, he just may be on some good Flintstone, you know some some um non-anabolic Flintstone vitamins, like who knows? Um. So the body on the left, dehydrated, depleted. Um. You see, he just looked like a scrawny guy, right? But the world doesn't see those things anymore. And then the guy on the right looks like he um, is hydrated. He he has been eating right. He is in the best fitness he can be for this. No one's seeing this, okay? And so, the fighter on the right, uh, Fulton, now sacrifices the fact that his body is trained to be activated the complete opposite time that this guy's body is going to be activated. Meaning, right? When he flew over there and say the fight was going to be at, um, 6 PM or, you know, by the time, if they're the main event, you know, they'll get to the rank for I don't know, nine or 10 or something like that. Okay. Um, over here his body feels like it's over here right because japan is 12 hours ahead of north america time-wise right and you have a cicadic rhythm right um that your body that's how your body knows how to get up in the morning and to go to sleep at night okay when you go to another time zone this is what's called jet lag and it takes it don't take two weeks to get over jet lag right there's a lot of stuff going on that your body just because you can stay awake doesn't mean you're over jet lag okay so Fulton is on the other side of the of the world and say it's 10 um Okay, so say it's 10 p.m. fight time, okay? It's 10 a.m. over here, okay? Say it's 6 p.m. over there, then it's 6 a.m. over here. Was him and his team smart enough to be peaking and doing their hardest training in the early morning or early hours, you know what I'm saying? Was he like? Were they onto that? Not from what I saw, because he w- he was just not. His rhythm was off. He looked like he was. He just woke up. You know when somebody just wakes up and they're kind of off. That's how he looked in the ring, while um in in Noe, in, in Noe, um was was ready like you know this the time like i don't know about y'all but 10, 10 p.m was the time that you go that that you show up at the club right that's when that's when it's that's when it's really time right so that had a lot to do with this fight right so they call him the monster well you know let me see him cuz I don't skill skill wise I don't see Enoy or Enol he he he's average at best skill wise as a fighter I would love to see him come over here for 2 weeks and fight a guy in in his weight class that is you know um uh that that is ranked top 10 I'd like to see him do that Right. Um, I, I think it would probably be the same type of reaction. When I fought Fujin Rika, it was really tough for for me to get my rhythm and to, you know, and, and to deal with just my own timing, much less Fujin coming at me full speed ahead. Right. And so, um, I know how this, how Fulton felt. I know how that felt. And um, I didn't even like, and I fought at 134. I fought Fujian at 134. So this is shit that they do over there in Japan. They've been doing this for a very long time, right? And just exposing it, right? Because ain't no Japanese fighter coming over here doing that, right? Floyd took his ass over there fighting them, right? They're not coming over here to fight like that. And no one's paying attention to that, right? So is the yen that valuable that you would sell yourself and go over there? Or, you know, I'm sure they're not paying in, well, no, it's a Chinese yen. Is it Chinese yen? What is the currency of Japan? I'm sorry. Um, let me look this up. What is Japanese? Let me use the mic, mic checker. Oh, I, I don't even know where my mic's at. Okay. What is Japanese? Oh, so it is the Japanese yen. Okay. So that's what they call their dollar. Anyway, you know, and Japanese have a lot of investments outside of Japan, all over the world. So, you know, he may have a lot. He, I'm sure he has a lot of money behind him because um, we don't have the Japanese fighters have not jumped out like this. in like they don't jump out like this. You see, the Philippines did that with Pacquiao. They jumped out. They invested. They put their man up. They bought all the memberships. Right. That's why Paki, Pac went up the 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 pyramid. You know, and he went up there fast. It it, it was because you know he was bringing a lot of um membership. I mean he was generating a lot of money and paying his membership because Filipino uh money, people with Filipino money and and you know all of that was they were investing in in him. Okay, so that's how that was working. Um and so now this guy uh Neya Neoa Inoi he has some Investors behind him from his country of Japan, where they would fly a champion over for him to um, fight and show what their their um, money, what what their money looks like to these sanctioning bodies, and so therefore. Um, I don't even think, uh, maybe Fulton didn't get the the lion's share of the purse neither and he was the champion, you know? um, There's a lot of stuff that happened behind the scenes here, right, so I want you guys to understand that. Now, I explained that because we're gonna provide now some context to how it lines up with women's boxing. Okay, so lovely assistant, the next image please. Okay, so I'm going to compare. This has just recently happened, and um, I'm talking, so uh, to the far right is Chantel Cameron, and then, uh, I mean, to the far left, yes, is Chantel Cameron, and beside her to the right is Mary McGee, and behind them is our guy, Eddie Hearn, okay, where he promotes a, a lot of huge male boxing fights. He's a big um, part of these organizations, member of these sanctioned body organizations. Um, He makes shows that pays them a lot. So he has a lot of pull and say, which uh, makes him a very powerful, powerful person, okay? Now he's bringing women into the fold, okay? Because he sees where they can pull some money in that he won't have to, um, it, invest in other things, right? Because they're now they're generating money too. And these women have to find a way to pay the bill, okay? Now, um, they fought for a, a belt. These two fought for a belt. To the far left, Chantel Cameron, you will look at her arms, you will look at her stomach, you will look at her face, she looks hydrated. She looks, uh, she don't even look muscular. She just look real like soft, smooth, juicy, okay? And then you see to the right where you got Mary McGee. Her eyes are sunk in. Her jaw bones are hard and sharp. Her stomach is, um, it, you know, her, her stomach is collapsed in ooh sorry y'all let me get my um my battery excuse me i have to do this from time to time during the shows um but i mean have a look at this picture now where i would say i would say that um Chantel Cameron did beat Mary McGee in this fight. They fought in the UK, and this is certainly Mary McGee rallies at um, 140 pounds. Like she, she rallies there. I think she's. I think she would be a great middleweight, even super middleweight, if she has the training. Her training. It, she needs better, she needs better um, coaching, education and training, because she's, she's a good contender. Um, and Chantel Cameron, just, you know, y'all know, she just won undisputed 140 pounds uh, junior welterweight, right? So she, she was able to um, get her membership high enough where she is a powerful member or she can generate. She told she. They believe that she can generate enough money to pay all of their membership fees. Right. That's why she has all these belts. Um. She was able to beat up Jessica McCaskill. To do that, okay. Jessica McCaskill came out of the blue with her windmilling ways, and it was very clear that she had some. Like I fought. Th- that's who I fought one of my last fights and um you know you could tell how she propelled high as high as to fight Katie Taylor that there was money and memberships involved and then she went up to uh 147 pounds where she was where she got the undisputed welterweight belts from the long standing crowned Cecilia Breakas who was I think she was undisputed champion for like fifth, almost 20 years in boxing. No, I'm not gonna say 20, but you know what I'm saying. It's been a long time that like, that she She was paying that membership the whole damn time. And we all tried, um, I, she wouldn't even give Sugar a chance, but Chevelle Halbach, Chevy went over there and Th- Sophie Mathis went over there. She fought some, some some fighters and we're like, Oh, robbery, robbery. When you know, if you understand the game, if you understand what I've been saying, you know, that you know, now that she was making the money to pay the bill. So it wasn't really a robbery. It was just an opportunity for the the cash cow to generate some dollars to pay for and um, to pay that bill. Um, Brooke no mercy Dejor, jorge what what's that she comes in talking about what's good Sham. what's good brooke y'all brooke is on my show like that's a big deal right brooke had the wbc belt she beat me at saint john for that um and they just thought they see that's the one thing that the sanctioning body cannot um can't mess up right and it and there's always a fighter's chance, right? Um, Brooke came. Brooke wasn't nobody with no big money behind her or nothing at the time that she won this champion. She was just a hungry fighter, and they gave her the opportunity because they 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 thought she was a sleeper, and she she beat. Um, I think she stopped. I think she might have stopped. Oh, Mia. Um, she beat Mia Saint John Astor. I seen. I seen. She, That right hand that Brooke had, that was a hell of a knuckle sandwich. Anyway, um, thanks for chiming into my show, Brooke. I heard you had Christy Martin on. I'm gonna gonna have to run back and and see what you had going on. Um, But yeah, girl, Um, tell me what you think about what, what Clarissa has said and what it means, you know, what it means to you in women's boxing. I just explained my take on it. And now I'm talking about um, just ways, you know, I'm, I'm talking about, I, I've gone, I've gotten off of that subject and I'm not talking about how fighters are, um, how can I say, like just the, one of the my favorite parts in this movie too, um, is, you know that Russell Crowe Gladiator with Russell Crowe in it around the end when like Russell Crowe's whooping every ass in Rome, like ever on his way to Rome. And now he's in the big Parthenon. And the Prince, because everybody messed with everybody, he Russell Crowe, the Gladiator is the people's champion. Like they come to see him, he's starting to get more power and people want to, you know people want to be more like him than the, than the own Caesar or prince or King. The king said, I'll fight him, right? In the end of the movie, before Russell Crowe goes out to get his spin back because there's a lot of things that happen too on the way there. The king, before he goes, before um, they both fight out in the Parthenon, has Russell Crowe tied up and he stabs Russell Crowe. He wounds him in an area that no one else is gonna see. So then when he's fighting Russell, he's at his best and he's fighting Russell Crowe, who is a, um, Marcellus, what was his name? Or, or what, that's my guy, but y'all know I'm bad with names. <laughs> um, Aurelius, Marcellus Aurelius or something like that anyway he's fighting the king wounded and nobody really sees it except for they see that this badass that we know him to be he's not fighting the way he normally fights fights right and then in the end just out of heart and soul you know russell crowe's character the gladiator beats the horrible king um, it's a great movie. Watch it anyway. So what they do in these situations is the person that has the most pull. Now I've explained to you previously about um the black eye of women's boxing, but this is a uh, um, the black eye of women's boxing. I called it because we really have no protection against this, right? There's matchmakers. People in the industry that stalk other fighters, right? And they send them the offers when they are at their weakest. Okay. And the fighter will take the opportunity because that's your shot now you're taking the opportunity with only two weeks to prepare for it because a lot of these shits are two weeks notice. Now to be in fight shape, you cannot walk around in peak shape. Right. You, you just uh, you're not uh, fighters. We don't walk around in peak shape and you cannot get in peak shape. You kid, there's no sweet spot that you can be at where you can get in fight shape in two weeks. Okay, you're not gonna be in the gym and you're not gonna be as sharp to fight for no championship or anything like that in two weeks. And that's what they do in women's boxing. Okay, now this wasn't a two week notice fight. I'm just letting y'all see what the shenanigans look like in women's boxing, right? So Mary McGee done done, uh, dried, dried herself down. Um, and this ain't a crack, Mary, because Mary went through some some depression and all that stuff after this. After she went through this, I don't think she understands what she went through, right? I don't think she understands that her team, who she thought or who she thinks is on her team, is not on her team. They're on their own team, right? And they used they will use her for um, the benefit of her ability to make them money until she cannot make them money anymore. Or they she cannot make them the type of money they want anymore and someone else, a a better prospect comes along. That's how that works. Anyway, um, face sucked in. She looked like Michael Jackson off a Thriller, okay? And it's not a crack, but that's how the shit get. Like I, I didn't, that's how I dried myself down too when I fought uh, McCaskill, two week notice. Okay, dried myself down, did what I did, did everything that I shouldn't have did to prepare, because that was of of being on the shelf and three to five year hiatuses, having to go underground, have to do that, all of that, and I get an opportunity, right? Even if it's two weeks, I'm going to take it, right? Because I'm a hungry fighter. But not knowing that feelers were out there and um, people knew that I was in a bad place, right? So if it was time to, if there was any time to strike sugar or to, to try to beat sugar, it would have been then. Anyway, Brooke comes in and says, Knuckles, haha, ha, I did. You gotta watch the clip I just posted. All right, I'm gonna do that, sis. Brooke uh, D says, uh, "That's what I just posted about. What Christie uh, said about it. Okay, well, uh, check it out. But you know, I, I, I want to have a conversation while you're here, Brooke. I'll watch the post, but run it back on the sugar show here in the conversation. Um, you know, fighter to fighter, woman to woman. Let, let me know what you're thinking." Um, I ain't Christy, you know, it's a whole other conversation. Let's talk. But you know, I, um, that, that's what, you know, that was the previous part of the show, but now we're talking, and it's going on two hours now too. Anyway, um, so, you know, unsavory things like this are happening in women's boxing. And these two women were standing up there in front of hundreds of thousands of people and nobody saw that. You know what I'm saying? And now, oh, this fighter's a champion, and then this, Mary McGee lost her title, um, where I don't think Mary McGee will ever get a title like that back again, Um, because she earned her, she got that title when uh, the, she had to pay that much for the when the title wasn't charging that much for the membership. So I'm not sure if Mary McGee will be able to get that much money behind her again to to get a crack at taking um, taking the belt from any of these high, high membership paying girls broads. Okay, lovely assistant next. Okay, so this recent fight. Okay, so you see my man all the way to the left, that is um, Spence. And then the guy that's closer to me here, <clears throat> closer to the right, Terrence Crawford. You see the same thing? Do you see the running theme here? So one fighter has dried completely out, right? And another fighter, the the other fighter, is very well developed and conditioned and fit to perform. That plays a huge part in the fight. Not Not just in, oh, boxing, but in being able to endure what it takes to be in a fight. Right? Because you have to, in in any fight, you have to be focused and you have to hold your focus. Well, when you're dehydrated, you are already disoriented. You already don't hear the things in real, you already don't see things, right? Everything's kind of like you, everything has to be focused in on like you're walking around wounded already. You're not fit and sharp and alert. Okay, and people don't see people there putting memes and shit out, not knowing what's really like what what it really is. Right? Suppose somebody starved you or made you not eat much and not drink anything, and then put you against somebody, put you against a child or they they person that they know who've been eating every meal, who've been in sleeping, resting, doing everything that it, it that it takes to fulfill their happiness and and feel good about fighting your ass. How do you think that would feel? You would feel if somebody did that to you, right? And then people laughed about it and made pictures and shit like that, right? Boxing is not a video game, right? That guy couldn't eat, that guy he got busted up so bad if he was hydrated or if he was in good condition, it would have been more blood, right? Because blood is what makes your muscles juicy. It ain't water, it's blood, right? So if you get damaged, the the vein is pumping blood because the blood is what fills the muscle. He wasn't even really bleeding. He was just like, he, he was busted up and the wounds were open. So he couldn't even bleed. That's how dehydrated this man was. I don't give a shit about no rehydration clause. The body don't work like that, right? Because if it did, you could say, Oh, I won't have lunch today and lose weight. It doesn't happen like that. Brooke comes back in and says, I think it's ridiculous and women can't beat another uh and women can't beat another elite male the strength of a man, man will prevail always now a man that's not experienced is another story you know what Brooke? like i said i don't give a shit if the man is experienced or not it's the it's the inexperienced mobs are the worst ones right because they they don't even they just trying to hurt you they just trying to show that they're stronger and they'll hurt you. They're not trying to box, right? So it ain't easy to fight somebody like that or to spar somebody like that. Brooke, I know you done got in there with some, uh, some, some of those male types. I have, right. I made. there was one guy, he was crying because he was so upset that even though he was hitting me as hard, and this was a like he was physically, I I am unusually strong for a female. Okay, and I'm not just tooting my my own horn. Yeah, right. This is ancestor blood in me. So my I come from a long line of exceptionally physically strong people. Okay, especially when we we eating our food and we doing good, like we we're strong and good. Okay. Now, when you deplete anything, you're gonna get a weaker version of that. But um, goodness, I kinda of lost my. I would say that when I got in there and the guy, you know, he was crying and not out of hurt or whatever, but anger and frustration because I was still, I was beating on him, and no matter how hard he hit me, because I because I had the headgear on and because I know I, I, I had a better IQ than him in boxing, I was able to endure what he was giving me and hurt him like how he was hurting me. The fly in the ointment is, Clarissa ain't even hurting other bitches out here. So how she think she gonna hurt him? Hurt a um, you know what I'm saying a John, a dude, right? How she going? How she thinks she going? To, she ain't she ain't hurt no broad. How you gonna hurt a dude? That's what I'm talking about. It it just don't make no sense. But like I, you know, like I said earlier, Brooke, I just think it's a publicity stunt. She got to pay for them belts. There's nobody around right now that, you know, can make a mega match with her to pay that bill. So she's holding them off and she'll put things out there. Her team has put that in her ear to possibly uh, keep enough um, energy going towards her that she can still generate that kind of money right because i mean even if um like i said even before even if they did it for charity WBC and them they got charities so it would be for their charity so they they would bring that money into them um so going back to this right you know i take nothing like terence crawford is actually my favorite fighter of this time like before y'all knew about him i've been you know I, i been been read this fighter, you know, like Maria Tim, he, he, he's, his IQ is um, just very, there's a depth to his boxing IQ. I would say that he's a throwback and he's a dog. Okay. And I like it. I like, like, that's the type of fighter I like, I respect. And I, you know, I should think that I I am or was as a fighter. So i really, you know, I've always been Team Crawford. Uh, I watched Spence when he came to Toronto um fight. I forgot it, it was a bigger car. I think um goodness, it, it was it was a huge card. What's my boy out of um Montreal, the bad boy, the pimp. He was fighting. Um, was he fighting? I think he was fighting Floyd's guy. And I did, like all of these names slip me. That still can't get a. He 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 still can't get a like a, a, a like no ground for a title. What's this guy's name? He's from Netherlands. He's um, Floyd Mayweather. He he fight for uh, Mayweather promotions. Goodness anyway they made a big fight between um those two guys and um the montreal guy uh remained the champion because yvonne michelle and them they got money yeah a box promotion they got money so um they were they, they said we'll we'll pay this bill Floyd, did, uh, and Floyd was like, um, yeah, we promoted it and it didn't make the money Uh, we thought it was going to make. So, you know, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll just keep our, we'll, we'll take the, we'll, we'll take the other perks that come with, with not winning this, this membership deal. Anyway, um, I can't believe I don't remember those two fighters' names, both of them, and I was there at the fight. I'm really bad with names; it sucks. I'm sorry, you guys. Anyway, uh, lovely assistant. Next picture, because we gotta wrap this up. It's a two-hour show. Okay, now I said that there's a you know in the description we're gonna discuss the parallel of the of you know the result when men do it and then when women do it. So. I did a, a rundown of the, this fight uh, previously, last year sometime. And it was Shannon O'Connell over here, closer to me, versus Ebony Bridges, who is like hot shit right now. Like she, and, hot shit. Like, yeah, she's the shit I and mean, she's hot, look at her. You know, Um, she, she trying to be the Marilyn Monroe. Type of women's boxing. She got, she got her only's fan, She's selling it that way, and she could fight a little bit, but she playing that game, right? They're playing that game of shenanigans, and you know um, who she messing with is known for that too, right? So on this is fight day. You could see on shen, sh, um, O'Connell here with the um, white and pink on. Dry out titties dried and sagging behind that damn sport bra. Trust me, I've been there. Okay. I mean the girls that I got now, I am shocked, but I love them. Right? But it, yeah, it wasn't that when you're walking around as a fighter. You, you got your te- your chest is dried out. Okay, you ain't got no titties. Um there are some fighters that still remain that still keep the bosom. Right. Which I'm jealous. Yes, I am. Right. How you want to have titties and, and you know, you're dried out. It's, it's not fair, but you know, it happened. Um, and then you got Ebony Bridges over there. Now she has said that those are not real, right? Those are siliconed silicone's and, you know, she keeps her body you know, pretty well. Um, She, she, you know, it's, it's floating around that she may be on some Flintstone vitamins, especially by who she, she messing with, but you know, I, I just dabble a little bit in gossip, just a little bit, but I'm telling you, that's what like, that's, that's what's out here. You know, that's what's being said anyway. What we do know is what we see here, okay? One fighter has dried completely out and one fighter is juicy and fit to perform. So this seems to be a going trend. Look at the matchmaking. This is what I'd explained before in, in one of my earliest, um, in one of my earliest episodes, you guys. The weigh-ins mean something, right? But if people don't know what they're looking at anymore, right? A lot of shit sneaks under the radar at weigh-in, okay? Because anybody who knows anything about boxing will see one fighter is dehydrated. They look strong; the muscles are there, but they are not in well. They they are not well enough. To win no damn fight compared to that other fighter who it looks hydrated and juicy and 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 muscles are bulging because they, they haven't depleted their blood. You know, that's that's what we're looking at. Right? So nobody's, nobody, back in the day, people, people could see that because they knew, know about boxing in other countries, other countries who know that, that boxing is uh, a thing, like boxing is, uh, uh, like how basketball is over here where everybody knows the rules and this and this, they don't, they don't do stuff like this, right? The shenanigans are done another way. Right. But, you know, you don't get no respect by fighting somebody who's already wounded. You don't get no respect that way. But a lot of these fight, uh, you know, that you can get away with that over here. Right. So that's why I want y'all to see. Um, and lovely assistant, is there another picture? Who is that? Who is that? So this is me, y'all, and this is me, this is, I'm showing this picture because um, this is me at one of my best like times, okay? I was a crone at this time, but as you can very well see, and this ain't like, this ain't photoshopped or anything like that, those are all my abs. You see my arms. You see the chest. You see the um, the pecs on my chest. You know I, I got the sport bra on, but you know the 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 titties the the, the titties done been worked off. Okay, so um. That was me. In a, in in my prime state, right? Nobody wanted to touch this sugar, right? So, um, when I fought, in this place. I was always able to, um, you know, hurt, knock out, deal with everything. But because now they understood the type of fighter I was, all the offers that I would get was where I had to deplete myself. I would have to be wounded to go into battle. And I took some of those chances and was successful. And took some of those chances and didn't come out with the win, okay. Um, but I came out the whole thing with my faculty faculties, and I just wanted to share this part with y'all um, because you know I talk I talk a lot of talk, right? And my videos are floating around some good days at the office, some bad days at the office. But this sugar who's talking to you, I mean, this is a picture I didn't take. There was no Flintstone vitamins here. This was all work. Okay? And that shit hurt. Hurt. Right? To get to this type of uh place is some hard work. Okay? So you know you could tell it in Sugar's face, right? Ain't no hard jawline, ain't nothing in the forehead ain't coming out. The ain't ain't nothing looking hard in, in that face. Okay, so you know what I'm saying? Sugar's all natural, right there, um, unre- unrefined, right? Uh, just pure sugar. So yeah, that uh, I wanted to give you guys some contrast. Body dysmorphia is real, right? Um, especially in the fight world and for fighters who don't fight anymore, because, um, I don't walk around looking like this anymore. So when I couldn't see my abs, when I couldn't see, you know, my, when, 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 you know, my more softer body started coming in, it affected me. You know, a a certain way it affected me, um, where there were, there was body dysmorphia. Now, the way I acted on it wasn't where, you know, I I became toxic to myself, but I want you guys to understand what this game is and what it does to us fighters, right? I wanted to talk about it. I know, yes, you know, I want, went from one subject to the next, but with Sugar's Conversations, I want, you know, uh, we do too much we've come so far in this game men and women that we shouldn't allow um steps to be skipped we shouldn't allow knowledge to be lost because people bled for all of this stuff right so it's a culture that we have to keep going and me who would have thought i'd i'd become a teacher of it so You guys, that's it. That's it for tonight's sugar show. Thanks for chiming in. I want to give shout outs to my guests. Okay. So, uh, of course, my talking fight guys, my host, Eddie Barrington, for always coming in with something nice, a treat for me. Big Justin James. Okay. Uh, Michael Orr. thanks Randall Bailey for coming in and and dropping your opinion on on the whole Clarissa thing. Uh you you're a fan and and I appreciate that as a women boxer, but you know, I think you need to um get a better understanding of what fighting really means, right? So you don't lose that rent money betting on Clarissa if they do end up fighting. Um Let's see, um, who else chimed in? And I want to give, I want to thank the champ, Brooke D for stopping in and giving me her take on uh, what she thought about that. Uh, The Clarissa, the guat, T-Rex Shields calling out, Keith one time Thurman, right? Um, Everybody has a good idea of what the you know what what it really is, and what we're really looking at, right? Mix matches, male versus female. It may work in uh, games like maybe golf, or I don't know, you tennis, maybe. Um, you know, but when it comes to combat, okay, know know your your route, know your your space, and stay your ass in that space before somebody sit your ass down, right? Because they talking about knock her through the ring. No, you not getting knocked through the ring. This is a world champion male fighter. And there's a certain thing that world champion males do. And they're not head hunting, right? They're destroying internal organs. They're attacking those things, right? So when you got ovaries, she's talking about oh, because I have a vagina, you're disrespecting me. Well, what's wrong with having a vagina, right? I don't, I don't even call my like you could say vagina. It's impersonal, right? I, I say, poom poom. You know what I'm saying? You gotta give it that cut. You you gotta you gotta love on what you got, right? So you know, um, us with with that with that good good with that poom poom out here, right? We we gotta know that that we we have that, and there's a reason why we have that, and there's certain things that come with having that, right? Which means you know the men with all that testosterone and all of that stuff right like it, it wouldn't work if them having one of these that we have it wouldn't work because biologically you know they have stuff that um you know th- th- makes them stronger right don't don't nobody want a hard pom pom like people want that soft gushy like uh, okay okay and and listen um Guys, talking for host, you're supposed to come in and tell me when is is where when sugar's getting rowdy and you didn't say nothing. You you just let me go down that 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 uh, lane that I just like so much. Yes, I, I like to talk that talk too. Anyway, we at the end of the show. All right. There's nothing wrong with being a woman fighter and a woman that knows how to fight right? But be a woman that understands that you are going to fight women, right? And mixed matches now open the door for a lot of things that you 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 ain't ready for. You certainly are not ready for because of the body that you're in, okay? Um, a male can't say he going to have a baby because he's not built to have the babies we are, right? So, we can't say that we're built for, uh, to, we're, we're built the same way and we would do the, you know, we can perform the same way. Males with, um, when it comes to strength and endurance and all of those things, they will always be stronger because that's the, an, uh, the anatomy of them, anatomical makeup of them okay and there's nothing wrong with that you guys like subscribe and share this sugar okay um watch all the shows here on talking on the talking fight uh, channel okay but always checking with sugar on Wednesdays at 730 okay so until next Wednesday at 7:30 bye bye